This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the end of a real motorsport institution. I hope you'll stay with us. Tony Warriner's Smash Repairs team has been covering motorsport events for 40 years. At the Sydney 500 at the beginning of this month, the Smash Repairs team made its final trip to the racetrack. We had a chance to sit down with Tony to find out more about how the Smash Repair team came about in the first place. Well, it, it, it started because the, the company I work for sponsored a race car and that was CIG, and the guy that drove the car, which was Jeff Leeds, uh, kept getting requests for welding equipment. So he came back to CIG and said, we need to take some welding equipment to Warwick Farm, and that's, that's virtually what we started out with. We only started out doing welding gear. It wasn't until we started going to Bathurst, which was about uh, probably six, five or six years later, that we joined up with apprentices and started doing panel beating and welding and everything else and if you like the formation of what is now the Smash Repair Team. And when did it become national and how did it become national? Well it became national because Tony Warren had a heart transplant and needed something to do I suppose you could put it that way. Um, and the NRMA decided that they wanted to get involved in all the states because they're training program was in all states so it would be about um, yeah, 2003 somewhere about there that uh, we went uh, we went national including New Zealand um, and that's where we've now still going we uh, we did the Chinese round which um, I guess the less said about that the better um, but we haven't been to the Middle East or any of those because um, they, our funds just didn't stretch that far. How did you set the goals for the Smash Repairs team, Tony? That we encourage young apprentices, particularly at high school and uh, that sort of level, to, uh, to look at the automotive repair industry as a, uh, as a future career. And uh, fortunately, we've had a lot of success with apprentices in that area. And I suppose in the time we've been doing this, We've probably uh, put, um, I would estimate, about 3,000 apprentices through the scheme. But basically that was the idea of the system. It wasn't just to go to race meetings and have a yippy time and repair cars. It was to train young people how to repair cars and how to repair cars that normally they wouldn't repair. There's, there's a few gone on to join race teams, yes. There are a few that have done that. There are others that have uh, been very successful in business and own their own workshops. Um, there's a few, of course, that have said, well, I've, I've learnt that trade and uh, I'll go on to other things. But they've always got that trade in the background. Tony Warriner, who received his Order of Australia for his services to motorsport, talked about why the Smash Repair team has become a little bit redundant in V8 supercar racing, at least. You can tell people whatever you like about motor cars. You know, you can have all the safety regulations in the world, you can build as many roundabouts as you like, you can do whatever you like, uh, you can make it zero alcohol content, people will still crash cars. The thing you've got to do is work with the material that they build the cars from and learn how to repair it. I mean, a car today is completely built different to what it was 30 years ago. 30 years ago they were made of real steel. Today they're made of pretend steel. And half of the car today is plastic. Yeah, exactly. So we go away from repairing uh, metal body parts 
to learning how to repair composite body parts. But you've also got to look at the fact that the replacement costs now um, are so cheap that quite often it's easier just to unbolt, bolt on, unbolt, bolt on. The repair industry, um, really, uh, there's not a lot of repair work still in the business. You've still got to be straightened out so that the new parts will fit. But they don't do a lot of work on repairing panels so much as repairing the car. Technology moves on and um, the, uh, the events will still go on as long as, I guess, the future of the, of the racing, as far as I'm concerned, is what Ford and Holden do. It was only going to take one of those two categories to say, that's it, we're not doing it anymore. Uh, and you've got no V8 supercar racing as such, unless you run a one-mark category. And no one's going to go and see that. So then they're going to have to think about whether they go backwards, well, not backwards, if you like, but change their ideas and start letting other entries in, which, to me, isn't a bad idea. And they go back from V8s to turbo sixes, and it opens the book to all sorts of people when you start looking at turbo sixes. So the big wheel turns again. You know, we went from Group A to Group E to um, Avesco to V8 supercars. The most common thing in the world today is change. Nothing beats that. It changes every day, and the system changes every day. The progress of things change every day. And that's, that's what's happening. The Smash Repair team closing down does end an institution that has certainly played a significant part in V8 supercar and motorsport across Australia. Dick Johnson talked about his 